0: Welcome to So Dead, a podcast that'll make you want to move to a deserted island for safety reasons because this world is full of creeps. I'm Jen Carpenter. And I'm Danny Fairman. Happy True Crime Tuesday. And happy Taco Tuesday, Deadheads. We are full on in the throes of a Michigan summer, and I hate it. I love it. I hate summer. I get cranky when I'm hot. Everything is humid as shit. Everyone's (laughs) sticky and... Moist. Did you say that word? I said Do you know how many people moist. just turned us off? That I promise I won't say it again. <laughs> but it's gross. Um I do recognize, though, that as far as summers go, we are so fortunate to be surrounded by the Great Lakes and so much saltwater-free coastline with no sharks. No sharks. No sharks. You know, thank God, because of my fish. fear of
1: water <laughs> animals. But I... I actually love summer um mm. michigan's full of summertime vacation destinations like everywhere and the best place to go is
0: up north up north do you know what they call us from up north the people that live in the up call the people that live below the bridge in the dp in the not the dp the lp the
1: Downer Peninsula. Lower Peninsula. The Lower Peninsula. Peninsula, the LP.
0: Wow. See, I'm thinking
1: diarrhea pain.
0: I uh, can't. <laughs> they, do you, wait, bef- do I need to leave? No. Okay. I don't have diarrhea pain. Okay. That's good to know. Um, They call us trolls because we live <gasps> under the bridge.
1: I am a troll. My hair is all crazy. I'm okay with that. Um. Today we're going to talk about one of Michigan's most treasured vacation stops, Mackinac Island,
0: or Mackinac Island. Is Mackinac to I know. To come I heard in. that, and I was like,
1: "No, yeah." And a recent
0: episode of My Favorite Murder the, the case covered was not even a Michigan case. No, but, but someone she said was it. going to Mackinac Island, and she just on his way to Mackinac Island, and it makes sense because we spell things so fucking terrible here. Yep. So Mackinac so. is spelled two ways. If you're talking about mm-hmm. the city, right? Or do I have it backwards? There's Mackinac City and Mackinac Island. And- Mackinac Island is Mackinac. Okay, so Mackinac, Mackinac Island is city. M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Mackinac City is spelled exactly like you say it. Nah, man. Get that. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so have you been to Mackinac Island? I have. How many times? A couple as a kid.
1: And then that, we, that sounded
0: so competitive. How many times have you I been know, there? know, right?
1: And then we did go as a... Dave and I took um, Brendan. Okay. Yeah, I was bored out of my mind. We took like the horse <laughs>
0: carriage ride around the island. There's so much poop.
1: There's a lot of poop there, but they have incredible fudge.
0: Yes. I mean, Mackinac Island and fudge.
1: We, and we had a nice time. I mean, we didn't stay there, but we walked around and had pizza There's just, it's more sightseeing. And
0: if I'm going to be on vacation, like I want to do do something. And that's not the place to go do things. True. So Mackinac Island, if you've never been there, I didn't pull the specs. So I can't tell you how big it is or what the year round population is. But I can tell you that it's um, a very unique place. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously it's an island, so you can only get there by boat or plane. But it's, you cannot have cars. There's no motorized vehicles allowed on the island. So everything you do, you're walking um, you are taking horses, you are riding a bike, mm-hmm. you can rent bikes. Um, it is very much preserved um, in like a colonial style. Right. Um, it's so cool. It's so fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest um, landmark, I guess, the first thing you see when you're going from land to the island is the Grand Hotel. Which is humongous. It's and super expensive. Fancy ass, expensive ass hotel. I've never been inside it. But I do have a fun story about it before we get into our gross stuff here. Um, oh, gross. Stuff. <laughs> we went, so I went once as a kid on a field trip with school for a weekend. Um, and then I went, we went two summers in a row, probably three, four years ago. And, um... We went to the island and it was Fourth of July weekend. And we just wanted to see the Grand Hotel. I wanted to take a picture of the porch. You literally have to pay money to go onto the porch at the Grand Hotel. Really? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're milking. Um but That's so silly. what we were able to see is like the sunken garden. So like there's oh. the Grand Hotel and mm-hmm. then there's a big staircase that goes down to this big open outdoor area. And they were having like a Fourth of July festival for their guests that I swear to God looked like something out of Great Gatsby. I have never felt poorer in my whole life. <laughs> never. Seen anything like it outside of a movie. They literally had a brass band playing like 1920s like music. Like New Orleans thing? Yes. And they had like gigantic, bigger than a human, like red balls just bouncing all over. That's so cool. And there were bounce castles and there was food, like fancy ass food. Like you know what? I used to so work with fancy. a guy
1: whose family would throw parties up on the island over 4th oh of God. July. So I wonder
0: if it was his family. I don't think, no, this was for hotel guests. Like all, if you were a guest of the hotel, you could go there. You had to have like your ID or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So it was for all of the guests staying at the Grand Hotel on 4th of July weekend. It was really cool. But again, I felt so excluded. And poor. And poor. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing there was lots of fudge to console myself with, which is also fucking expensive up there. I know, but it's so good. My favorite is peanut butter fudge. Peanut butter chocolate mm, it's fudge. really good.
1: That was always my favorite, too, until yesterday we went to a birthday party.
0: Okay. And my sister-in-law... Butterbeer fudge.
1: Made butterbeer fudge. I saw the pictures, yeah. Um, I love it. I got to tell you, she's a phenomenal baker, first yeah. of all. But it was so good. Was like, it? Like, my mouth is watering right now thinking about it. I want it so bad. It was
0: so good. This year... We're going to Frankenmuth for 4th of July, which Ooh, is another fun. little vacation town. This is the one I can afford. Are you going to go to Birch Run and do some shopping? I don't know. The kids don't usually like, they like to get things, but they don't really like to shop and we'll have oh. all four kids with us. Oh, yeah. Um, but I love their fudge. Like th- they have a fudge shop in really? Frankenmuth that is one of the ones from Mackinac oh. and it makes me so happy. Rubies? I don't think it's Rubies. Mm. I'll have to. I'll I think ru- that's the only I'll, fudge to I'll get. I'll update you. Okay. Kay. Let me know when
1: you're Michigan accent. I'll update you. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it is not all sunshine and roses on Michigan's most extravagant island. However, um, there is a lot of sunshine and there are a lot of roses. Though. Have
1: you ever seen the, like, the cottages there, their gardens that yes. those people. Oh the whole thing is ridiculous. It like, just smells so good. Yeah, the whole place it's is so ridiculous. Cute. It's cute. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um, but Mackinac does have a pretty dark history. And we're going to tell you about it.
1: That's right. So I'm going to tell you a tale of a murder on the Lonely Island.
0: <laughs> the Lonely Island. The Lonely and then Island. I'm going to tell you some super fucked up ghost stories.
1: So let's do it. Okay. So this island has it does have a history. Like there was a war there. Yeah. Which I did not really dig into the history of that. I'll have a little Poor bit about me. it. Not a lot, but okay. a
0: little.
1: Um yeah, I have a small smidge of it. Um, but on July twenty fourth, nineteen sixty, forty-nine year old wealthy widow Frances Lacey of Dearborn, was vacationing on Mackinac Island with her family.
0: Which, Dearborn is near Detroit. Yep. Yep. And Mackinac, we never told anybody where that is, for those that aren't familiar. The city is at the very top of the Mitten. hmm And then the island, obviously, is kind of above that. So the island is between the Upper and Lower Peninsula. It's right next to the Mackinac Bridge, which connects the Upper and Lower Peninsula. Right. Which is Mackinac huge- Bridge is Another fear, bridges. Yep. So
1: that night, which was a Sunday, Frances set out for a walk from her hotel to British Landing, which is like where the war took place. <laughs> okay. Did you know that? I mean, there's so much
0: up there. There's so
1: much up there. but And it all has fancy names. It does. I know. British Landing sounds so like Anne of Green Gables. It does.
0: But I'm um, headed to British Landing. Toodaloo.
1: Right? <laughs> With my horse and buggy. Um, So British Landing where her daughter and son-in-law were renting a cottage. So British Landing is about three and a half miles from where her hotel was. Okay, I could never find anything about which hotel it was, but I am going to guess it was the Grand Hotel because she was a wealthy person.
0: Maybe. It could have been the Mission Point Resort, though. That's there's the two hotels on the island. There are?
1: Okay. See yeah, I know. Mission Point Resort on this is island.
0: it's also expensive, but it's a little I'm more sure. affordable. That's actually the one that I stayed at when I was little and we went up there for oh, really? a field trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: wonder how far that I'm and gonna it's have to super do some haunted. mapping.
0: Bo- that one is? It's
1: super haunted. They both Ooh, are. I knew the Grand Hotel was. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's later. That's a story mm. for okay. a later time, as in a few minutes into this podcast.
1: right? Okay. So, but can I just say this, that you will not catch me walking three miles anywhere? No. Anywhere. Especially while I'm on vacation. No. Because I would have flagged down a horse and buggy and been like, giddy up, horsey, because this bitch ain't walking. <laughs> like, no. Not doing that. So now, Frances, as many people called her, mom.
0: Many people
1: would, called her mom. Many
0: people called her mom. Isn't I just that interesting. She just, must have been very like maternal and. Yeah, I mean, you see that where there are like friends' moms that all the kids mm-hmm. call mom. I was never that mom. I, they, I everyone was afraid of me.
1: I was never that person to call somebody else. do spill mom. your
0: fucking Kool Aid on my carpet, right? And don't be a little shit. But that—that so yeah, that is was being a mom, mom, I think. <laughs> Just being a mom. That's not being, hey, ma.
1: I think that's being a real mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she would never make it to the historical site on the island. Aww. The next day, a search ensued to try and find her. Nothing. Finally, five days after Frances was last seen at her hotel, a Mackinac Island police officer found a shoe, and a couple feet away from that shoe was Frances.
0: Oh, my God.
1: She was found in a dense area With heavy trees and bushes, and in a shallow grave.
0: Which there is a ton. So, there's a lot of that. Whatever size I would have given you for Mackinac would not have given you an accurate depiction of what it's like because Mm -hmm. the whole middle of it is shit. Like it's all forest. You really Mm -hmm. only kind of hang out around around the edges. Right. Yeah. Right. And
1: nobody goes to the forest area. No. Um, so, she had been strangled with her own underpants, mm. robbed of some of her belongings, including a watch that was gifted to her, and she was raped before she was killed. Yeah. Um, so, now the islands had never had this before. No. A tourist has never been killed on the island. People didn't really know what to do. So, this is all the other vacationers could talk about. Right. Including two weeks later when Bertha de Corville and her granddaughter, Christine, vacationed on the island. Okay. So Bertha, who was from the Flint area and also a wealthy widow, had made comments about how she didn't want to be murdered on the island like Frances had. Oh. After her brief vacation with her granddaughter, they both returned to their Flint homes, which were just a few blocks from each other. Yes. The day after their arrival home... On August 16th, Christine walked to her grandmother's house to fetch a suitcase key. Do you lock your luggage? You probably should have because
0: you got your purse stolen. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to lock it, though. You can, the... but you've got to like, give them a key or something, right? Or you can lock know. it, but it's got to have a combination. And No, you gotta give... I think that I they'll know.
1: cut it. I don't think you can. I what don't know. What do you know. think, Dave? Can you lock luggage for an airplane? No, I didn't think so. Okay. Anyway... So upon entering her grandmother's home, she found her laying a few feet from the front door with her nylon stuffed in her mouth (gasps) and lying in a pool of blood.
0: Oh, my God. After she said she didn't want to be murdered on Mackinac. She wasn't.
1: She wasn't. She was murdered at home.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Christine runs home and notifies her mother. And she says, I think grandma's been murdered. Yikes. The police soon realize these crimes may be connected as well as possibly three other murders that occurred in a Chicago park.
0: Whoa. Because? So it was someone traveling in the area. That's what they thought. Mm -hmm. Not... But, someone on vacation and they just couldn't you can vacation from life but you can't you're always a serial killer. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Um all had been robbed and all had been beaten or strangled with their own undergarments. Oh my gosh. Isn't that nuts. That is. So police interviewed many suspects including a bartender that had quit his job at the island hotel 2 days after Francis had been murdered.
0: Huh? I mean, that easily could have been a coincidence. He could have been scared. And it was, Well, this island's going right. to shit. Right. Them interviewing
1: him turned up nothing. Right. Um, the cases soon went cold, and police started investigating from different angles, but again turned up no fruitful leads. Both murders are still unsolved, and Francis Lacey's murder still remains
0: the only tourist murder to ever occur on
1: Mackinac Island.
0: That's super interesting, but you know what else is super interesting? Hmm. Every time you've said the only, you've said tourist murder. Right. So there have There's to be other murders. There's been a lot murders. of murders on there. I mean, oh, it's I'm going to tell site. you about some murders. Yeah, Is okay. that considered? That's not considered murder when it's an. I mean, when you're actively at war, that's not murder. I think that depends who you ask. Yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> classically identified, they right. wouldn't like classify it. Like the police as don't
1: investigate it. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine? After a war battle, the police come in. All right, which ones did you kill? You lived? Well, now you're going to jail, buddy. That's happened, I think. What? I don't know. Maybe it was like prisoner
1: of war type thing. There you go. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, let me hear your ghostly tales.
0: I am going to tell you about some of the spots around the island that are haunted. Ooh. Um, It is believed that Native Americans inhabited Mackinac Island as far back as 900 A.D. Holy shit. Yeah. So it was considered, the island was considered sacred land, and it was said to be home to what they called the Great Spirit Um, But oddly, the island was completely deserted by the time the boats full of tall white guys arrived on the scene (laughs) in the 1600s. Them tall white guys. To fuck everything up, as Europeans loved to do back then. So it's this sacred island. Back then? (laughs) Yeah. I said Europeans. Europeans are generally peaceful-ish these days, right? Yeah. but back in the 1600s, they were conquering, and they were slaughtering, yeah, and they were fucking shit up. So even if there had been people there when they arrived, they would have cleared them right on out. Mm-hmm. But this sacred land had no people living there when they arrived That's weird. in the 1600s. Um, this leads some historians to believe that the sacred land wasn't a habitat as much as it was maybe a massive Native American ba- burial ground um, um, So kind of you know this is our sacred land this mm-hmm. is where the Great Spirit lives this is where we bury our dead. we all live over here when right. somebody dies we hop in the canoe and take them out to the island to makes bury them. sense. Yeah, but again, this was the 1600s. Um, we were at the height of the tall white guy invasion, so <laughs> Europeans did not care what the island was or who it belonged to. It I think was theirs they were now.
1: probably short white guys then.
0: Short white guys? Yeah, yeah people
1: were pretty short With back short then. peepees. What? They had to compensate. I can't And just you. be horrible people.
0: <laughs> so the island was theirs now. <laughs> Settlers began... Settling. Uh, and in 1780, the <laughs> is that what the settlers did? <laughs> yeah, do? they settled. Um, and in 1780, the military base Fort Mackinac was built, which still stands yep. today. Um, as a result, the island was the site of two major battles during the War of 1812, where countless soldiers were killed. That was me briefly touching that That's the British Landing. That's all I had to say. That's British Landing. <laughs> so, by the mid 1800s, we had what was likely a massive Native American burial ground mm-hmm. turned into a giant killing field. Bad vibes. Super, like, that's not sacred anymore. Bad vibes. Um, but it was still pretty, right? It is stupid. Um, and so, bad vibes and all, Mackinac Island became a popular tourist attraction after the Civil War and became the second national park in the United States in really? eighteen ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Um, how does this song go? They paved paradise to put up a parking lot. You know that song? The Pave Paradise
1: put up a parking lot. Didn't Amy Grant cover that?
0: Knew. I don't know. I think so. Um so this was Maybe the not. exact opposite of that. They built a paradise in the form of hotels, mansions, marinas, cottages and the like uh-huh. on top of literally thousands of dead bodies.
1: So was it proven that it was a burial ground then? Well, well
0: yes, okay. to a to a point. Okay. Um So you don't
1: fuck with that. No.
0: Case in point, the island's most recognizable landmark is the Grand Hotel, as we stated. Um, It can be seen from miles away. It's got 393 rooms, um, and it legit looks like something out of the Great Gatsby. Um, But legend has it that when the hotel was being built in the late 1800s, construction workers unearthed human remains so frequently, they stopped collecting them and just started building over them. (gasps) So at what? first it was like, wait a minute, when was it built? 1800s, late 1800s. So at first, you know, I'm it was like, cringing inside right now. Oh my heavens! Look at this old sport. It's a human skull. <laughs> we must alert the authorities and give this poor soul a proper burial. And then by week three, it was just like, yeah, they'd I got ha- another spinal column over here, Chuck. Like, <laughs> you know, like they'd had a proper burial. They should have just. They dug at them. them back up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We unburied them. Ugh. Now we need to rebury them. Yeah. So then by week three, you know, just oh, we got another spinal column over here. Chuck, <laughs> throw some dirt on it so I can put down the tile for that kitchen floor. Like, maybe like, what was the show? Sharp Objects. Spoiler alert: where they used the bone for the tile floor. Yes.
1: Oh my god, that was such a good show. That's why the
0: floors are so shiny at the Grand Hotel. That's <laughs> made of real bone. Made of real human bone. Yuck. So a luxury hotel built on top of a literal boneyard. Nothing haunted about that. No.
1: I can't imagine if hauntings occurred, it definitely (laughs) wouldn't happen there. There
0: are countless ghost stories about the Grand Hotel, but I know that you've got a good and super gross one. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me.
1: So... Somebody at work was telling me about how they took the ghost tour through the Grand Hotel. Yeah. And the tour guide was saying how one of the security guards, and there's a particular room, I think, that is super haunted. Okay. And in that room, um, the security guard was doing his check and he got so scared that he shit his pants. More pants shitting. I love a good pants shitting story. I don't. And so so he was working (laughs) and had to. Basically tell on himself that he had pooped himself and he had to go home and change. Did they fire him? I don't think so. But- Here's my question. Like, where did he live? Did he
0: stay? He probably stayed. I was actually, yeah. Um, I was actually supposed to work at the Grand Hotel. Really? Um, The summer after my senior year, life had other plans for me, and I went and got knocked up instead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I had a job at the Grand Hotel for the summer after my senior year. And instead, you went
1: and worked at that CD (laughs) mode.
0: Instead, I went and worked at the hotel with the Zodiac killer. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> My how oh, life works out. Yep. Um, but yeah. But yes, so I would have stayed there. There's like quarters for the okay. staff because, you know, people don't. Not many makes people sense. live there year right. round, but when you're, st- when you're working there, you were living right. there in the summer. Because so, yeah. can you
1: imagine if he lived off the island and had to take this, what do they take call the it, ferry. the star line? Yeah, the star line. If he had to take that with shit in his pants? No, God. All the way home to change?
0: Yeah. Ugh. No, because they don't want, you know, I mean, the ferries are so bogged down with people yeah. anyways, and they need their staff. They don't want to mm-hmm. have to worry about whether you made it onto the island in the morning. You right. know? So yeah. They, that makes he, sense. He probably lived in the hotel. Unless he was local, then he might have lived in the city. But well, he was
1: close by to change his underwear. Either way.
0: Gross. So yeah, so
1: that's that story.
0: Um, so <laughs> I've never stayed at the Grand Hotel, um, but the first time I went to Mackinac, I did stay at another haunted hotel on the island, which was the Mission Point Resort.
1: I don't know if I've ever even seen that
0: one. Yeah, so that one is actually supposed to be the more haunted of is the two. Is that the one
1: that they did on Ghost Hunters? It is. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And they yes. went up there in like the middle of fucking winter.
0: Yeah, that's nutty. Pass. Probably because, probably because they weren't going to have ghost hunters scaring off tourists in the middle of the summer. They right. Magna Island has a very small window during which to operate, and they right. weren't going to let ghost hunters fuck it they up. They
1: couldn't leave their lose any of their profits,
0: right? Um, So many ghosts, including that of a college student who is said to have committed suicide on the property in the 1960s, are believed to still reside at the resort, which um, the Mission Point Resort was once the World Conference Center for a Religious Cult called the Moral Rearmament Movement. (sighs) Which I cannot tell you shit about because I didn't research it at all. Because as we have previously discussed, I really don't like cults. I don't care. Um, I'll look it up. And like you said, Mission Point Resort has such a reputation for paranormal activity, it was once featured on an episode of Ghost Hunters. Um, My favorite story from Mackinac Island is that of the drowning pool which is a 20-foot drop-off located halfway between downtown Mackinac and the Mission Point Resort. When Fort Mackinac was at its peak, secret brothels began popping up on the island. If a married soldier was caught with his pants down, like literally literally (laughs) with his pants down, um, it was common for him to accuse the lady of the night he was shacking up with of seducing him through witchcraft. Oh, my gosh. Which, let's be real, ladies, we are always looking for a way to blame the other woman yep. instead of our cheating ass husbands. Oh, yeah, and yeah. back in the eighteen hundreds, witchcraft was real. I mean, it was people were getting literally right. burned at the stake for it. Right. Um, so they did not do that in Michigan, did they? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know think, either. Well, this was Michigan,
1: so I know, But did they like? Because you always hear the Salem witch trials.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll Have to look at that up. to find out mm-hmm. anyway. Go on. Um, so our ancestors, who as we all know were the smartest people in the 1800s, the smartest, so smart. Um, they came up with this theory that a good way to determine if someone was a witch was to tie boulders to their feet and toss them into a body of water. The fuck? A witch would, of course. Use her magic to free herself and float back up to the top. An innocent woman would sink to the bottom and fucking drown. I'm like,
1: right now, I'm just looking at you like,
0: <laughs> but what? we're talking the 1700s and 1800s, remember? So right, we you- all know that women were not worth anything back then. No, clearly. Um, it is said that seven accused witches were put to this test at Mackinac Island's drowning pool, and all of them drowned because they weren't fucking witches. Your husbands were just shits. Right. Um, Should have tied boulders to their feet. No shit. Boulders Ew. to their something.
1: I picture, like, the coyote. Boo! <laughs>
0: So today, visitors claim to see shadows rising from the water. Could just be fog, um, and to hear women moaning or whispering to them. Could be fog. Um, I tried to find Mist. it one time. But Mackinac Island is like a weird little, it starts, well, I guess like any kind of beach area, it starts real low to the ground and it's all a hill. Mm-hmm. So the closer it you is. get to the center, you're going uphill the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we got about one tenth of the way to where the drowning pool was. And I said, fuck this shit real done. quick. And I was done. See so what I mean? Not I,
1: walking on vacation. Just I, get I me that contemplated
0: visiting the drowning pool. I've never actually done it.
1: You could have got one of those double bikes. What do they
0: call them? <laughs> Tandems? No. They do ghost tours there. I don't know what they're called, but... For the drowning pool? I, I don't know. Oh. But they do them on the island. Um, so those are just a few of the spooky stories from Mackinac Island. Um, if you want to hear more, you can go to Amazon and buy one of the several books that that have been written about ghosts on the island. Um, or better yet, go on one of their haunted tours. Um, Again, I don't know what they're called, but I'm sure that if you just Googled Mackinac Island Haunted Tour, you will find it. Um, I really want to do one of those someday, but that would require me to actually stay on the island Mm -hmm. um, because the ferries to the mainland don't run at night, and I am too cheap for the hotels that are actually on the island. Me too, girl. Me too. I am definitely more of a Mackinac City girl than a Mackinac Island Uh girl. Not in my soul, but like in my bank account.
1: Yeah, but they're also (laughs) my soul, too, because there's got to be like a Wendy's or something nearby. (laughs) I got to know that there's going to be food in the middle of the night. There's (laughs) got to be
0: something that you can relate to nearby. Right. Exactly. All right. So
1: it's file dump time. And since we're talking vacation today, we're going to tell you guys about our worst vacation experiences. Which, in hindsight, is probably really good just stories. The best stories from the worst experiences. Yeah. For sure. So, do you want to tell yours?
0: Yeah. Mine is so easy. So easy to pick out. Um, It would be the first time we went to Florida and our trip to Disney World. Did you get the Disney Rash? The what? The Disney Rash? No, we didn't get the Disney Rash. We got what I call Disney Bola. So I'm going to set the scene for you. (laughs) This is 2014, I do believe. I should have looked. But it was the height of people in the U.S. getting Ebola. Oh, my God, yes. When they shut down the mall because somebody fucking puked on their nasty fries. Like, it was (laughs) a thing. You remember? Yep, I do. So this was our first like big big trip. We've been to places we've never like I had never been to Florida. Mm-hmm. My kids had never been anywhere outside of like Michigan, oh, Ohio. So this was a big deal. Huge deal. I had never been to Disney World. Obviously I just said I'd never been to Florida. Like this was a huge deal. This right. was our big trip. We drove it was because all right. of the plane issue. Because of the plane issue. I, I had flown by that point, but it oh, just okay. financially because we were doing. Oh, it's so much cheaper. To yeah. Drive. We were doing both Disney parks and two days at Universal. And I love Disney, but it's so fucking it's expensive. So expensive. It's so expensive. So, yeah. Expensive. We wanted our money for the parks, so we drove. You can basically fly or you can go to Walt Disney World oh. as your choice. Right, right. Um, so we drove. Um, we got down there. Um, and the next morning was our first day and our first trip was Magic Kingdom, which everybody's like, you know, your kids are older. They probably mm-hmm. won't like it. I was like, I don't care. I don't what? care. We have to go. You can't not go. That's the magic That's spot. the park. Right. You have to mm-hmm. go, even if you don't love it. And even There's if you only go one that. time, you have to go just to say, I went there. Right. Um, So we get up that morning and my older son, he was, I think, 15 and he was real hard to get up and around that morning. Mm. And I was like, move your ass. We're going to Disney World. Why aren't you excited? And he's like, I just don't feel good. My head hurts. I'm like, I don't care. Let's go now. So we're driving. Right. And you drive. I mean, if you've not been there it's a city oh orlando's a city but disney is a city like you take an exit and you're in a city that is disney and it's got (laughs) its own highways and roadways and street signs like it's its whole own thing yeah so we're driving down that main little roadway into disney world and the sign comes into view right Mm -hmm. like how fucking magic is that it is magic it's the disney world sign And I'm like, guys, look, look, granted they're boys and one of them's a teenager, but I'm like, look, it's the Disney World sign. And my 15-year-old will not even pick his head up. He's like, Mm. my throat hurts. I don't feel good. I'm like, I don't give a shit. We're at Disney World. Do you know how expensive (laughs) this was? Do you know how long we waited to get here? Right. So we get parked and we go up and get in line because you have to, you don't just like walk into the park. You have to, Mm -hmm. it's a whole thing and you have to wait for a monorail that then takes you into the park. And so we're up on the platform at the monorail and we're at the very front. Um, I had recently-ish suffered a pretty severe injury. Um, This was in October, our Mm -hmm. trip. And that January I had um, completely 180 degree dislocated my knee. Oh, God. Um, went like six months without walking. Couldn't walk long distances, and so we actually had a wheelchair. So we got cool. kind of special. Yeah, take a wheelchair if you. Ever go to I Disney have World. said the
1: next time we take a trip, we're all getting the motorized scooters. Just and one we're of just you cheating. Just one of you. Yeah, just one. Well, you but the, mean, you know. the other persons don't want to walk. Take turns. And we want to like race.
0: Oh yeah. Um. So I had a wheelchair, so we got to go right up to the front of the line so that we could load first, right? Mm-hmm. So we're up, standing on the platform, and here comes the monorail pulling into the station to pick us up, to take us into Disney World. Mm. And my son goes, Mom? And I turn around and look at him, and he, he just fucking pukes everywhere. Oh. Not a little kid, my 15-year-old son. Right. Everywhere. Well, I'm freaking out. The Disney guy is prepared on his shoes. Like, it's splattered on the cement, right? (laughs) The Disney guy is prepared. He just pulled out a bag of sawdust and dumps it down. Like, apparently, it's common to puke (laughs) at Disney World. Yeah, he just had a big bag of sawdust and dumped down the sawdust. I don't know. Um, So, we get on the monorail. And you're
1: like we're still going. Uh, yeah, I'm like we still have
0: to go. Like you'll be you can, all right. You can sit in the store. And so we get on the monorail and he's like, "I feel better now." You know, you know, you feel better after you puke, right? Um, he's like, "I feel better. I'm okay. I'm okay." Um, no, he puked like three more times throughout Aww, the day. And again, bud. this is during the height. Of the Ebola scare. (laughs) And so I am positive that we're about to get yanked out of the park, quarantined. Right. I also am a little bit concerned that my son might have Ebola. Um, But mostly that we're about to get kicked out of Disney World. Right. Um, We didn't. And then we got to a point where, like, we saw Cinderella's castle and we, you know, did a couple things. And then I was like, okay, you know, it's noon. If you want to go, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, we we came. You're sick. Right. We can leave. And he's like, I'm actually starting to feel a little better. So we went into that place with all of the little restaurants. I don't know. What oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, And he got like a salad and a Coke and he ate and he drank and then he was perfectly fine. Weird. Yep. For the rest of the day. So we stayed. He even rode a couple rides. Um, we went back to the hotel that night. He had a 104 degree fever. It was totally fine. Um it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Um <laughs> But then he did fine at the rest of the parks the rest of the time. It was just that one day Um until the day that we left for our two-day drive back home and my younger son started puking oh, and no. puked the whole drive from Florida to Michigan. Gross. Like, you can't. Puking as you're standing in the glory of Disney World for the first time of your life. Mm, like, it doesn't that's get worse. Sad. That's
1: It's the worst. That's sad. Mine's not as horrific, I don't think. <laughs> did mine, you shit your pants again? I did <laughs> not shit my pants on vacation. So mine is, we were actually going to Mackinac Island. Oh, We were driving, and we get almost all the way over the bridge, and we got a flat tire. So you were going to the UP? Mm-hmm. Okay. And mind you, well, we were staying in the UP, but we okay. you can still take the ferry yes. from the UP. Yeah. So, um, they were doing a bunch of road work. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So there was only one lane.
0: Oh, God. And you
1: killed the lane. a flat tire. Oh, we just kept going. We drove all the way to our fucking hotel, which was just around the corner. But we were like, what are we going to (laughs) do? And I think we were, what, two days without a car? Because they were, it was a Sunday Mm. and no shops were Mm -hmm. open. So we had to wait till the next day to get it fixed.
0: It sucks. The Mackinac Bridge is terrifying. Yep, and then to get a flat to tire To get a on, flat tire ugh. on the Mackinac Bridge, I can't no.
1: Do you remember the Yugo that yeah. flew over? So my parents
0: drove a Yugo at that time. Oh my gosh.
1: So <laughs> we had a Yugo and a Chevette at the same to time. To
0: expand on that a Yugo actually blew off. Yes. Of the Mackinac Bridge. Yeah. This is how scary this bridge is. Yeah. A tiny ass little car, and a gust of wind so strong came through that it just blew it right the fuck off. I mean,
1: off. but here's the thing though the Yugo was like a $2,000 car. Yeah. That and weighed about 10 pounds. Yeah. We had one. Oh my God. And That's I will terrifying. tell you, if they came back out with a Yugo, I'd probably drive it. No, one you now. would not. I would, because you know what? Cheap. And I just got to get to the store. I'm not going places. Yeah. <laughs> You go places all the time. Well, for my work I would keep my car, but for that like puts around town, get a moped. Oh, I don't th- I don't think those are safe. And a you safe. A Yugo that flies off the Mackinac bridge is super safe. <laughs> oh
0: my god. <laughs> Anyway. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. <laughs> Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at SoDeadPodcast. You
1: can also find us online at SoDeadPodcast.com and email us your feedback and story ideas to SoDeadPodcast at gmail.com. Now get out there and shine. You magnificent what the fucks? Mean?